Welcome back to another episode of TFM Bets. It's been a little bit of a minute. Um, we went to the college football playoff. Trent, how are we doing? I'm glad to be home, to say the least. Uh, really glad to be back in the office. So pumped, dude. It was a brutal week, to say the least. Yeah, I mean, I gotta say, LA is not a place I like spending a lot of time. It was a great weekend. The game was kind of brutal. Um, but happy to be back for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm from California and I haven't been to LA in probably two years. That was my first time and I, I don't care for it still. I never really did. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. I have to be honest with you. Because um, we interned there together. That's how mm-hmm. we met at the NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were working in LA every single day for like four months. Just bonding. And you lived there too, right? Yep. I lived there for a little bit. Did you miss it at all? Dude, not even a little bit. Dude, we literally got off the plane and it was Chelly's um it was Chelly's first time in LA and he was like, Yo, this is my first time in LA. And I was just like trying to not be like the worst person ever. And I was like, Oh dude, that's like awesome. In the back of my head I stepped off like the plane into LAX oh. that I haven't been in months and I was just like, dude, I wanna go home. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to the game. I, I know the game happened. Uh and it was atrocious. <laughs> oh, it happened. We'll get there. <laughs> But let's talk about real quick just the process of getting there. You went to Minnesota. You stopped in Minnesota. Yeah, we were. We took we t- <laughs> the stupidest routes. I was a victim of it too. It was cold like Minnesota. Yeah, we were like Yachty in Minnesota, dude. It made no sense. We literally like I didn't give a lick of attention to this trip until the day we were traveling, and I was like, "So what's the deal?" And Nick was like, "Yes, yeah, so we fly to Minneapolis, Minnesota, and then we fly to L.A." I was like, "Why?" It's just the complete. Yeah. Opposite. What are What are we doing in Minnesota? And we got off the plane in Minnesota. And I like looked at Chelly, and we were walking through the airport. And again, I was like, "What the fuck are we doing in Minnesota, dude?" Like, that that is no brutal. Sense. I had to fly from DFW to Seattle, which was four hours, and then from Seattle to LA, which was another four hours. Yeah, it was almost like let's just make this the most confusing as possible yeah. trip, it not was- make it convenient for anybody. So brutal. So we'll brutal. just hit every area of the United States and then go to California and then hit every area on our way back. And then after all of that travel, we arrive in LA and we get to our Airbnb, which we didn't plan accordingly too well. We just wanted something affordable, close to SoFi yeah. that you know is going to be easy for us to be a little HQ for the weekend. I roll up first. I get there before anybody else. And the Uber's like dropping us off. And I'm like looking around. I hear fucking ice cream trucks. I'm like, dude, where the fuck are we, man? Yeah, and no. I see like the little pull off sign. This is Compton, bro. We're in fucking dead center Compton. And we pull up to this house. And I'm looking around the neighborhood. I'm like, dude, this, we shouldn't be here, bro. We should not be here. And I know when the rest of the gang gets here. They're not going to be fucking happy, bro. Well, you also have to say that you guys were there first. You tried to DoorDash waters got stolen immediately. (laughs) So, like, it didn't start well. And, you know, I lived, when I lived in L.A., I lived right in Hollywood. So, right around, like, right in L.A. So, I, like, knew the areas outside, whatever. Um, I didn't give any attention to to where we were staying either. So, it was, like, my first time seeing the Airbnb in the area was when we got there. And I was, like... This area does not seem great. And I zoomed my map out because it was zoomed in. I zoomed my map out and I saw Compton. And then I literally a little bit more of bench Englewood. Like we couldn't have been in a worse area. And there are not 
many states where like the bad areas you'd be like yo like maybe like stay away from yeah. that area california california's LA's number one yeah and of sure. course there's like i was like looking at the map and i was like oh like athens park one of the most famous like blood neighborhoods of yeah. all time so we were just like okay we have to go to a tcu game and we're in the heart of compton <laughs> the waters the waters got stolen there's 30 beds in four rooms <laughs> There's the, the the front door was all glass. So you yeah. could just see into the house, which was also like not very cool. Sus, very but, sus. you know, it was a tough start. So <clears throat> we knew right off the bat, we ain't staying here. We can't stay here. So we slept there one night because we had no choice. And we packed up our shit and we went to a hotel close to the stadium uh, and made an audible, which was a very much needed. It was a great audible. Great audible. Free breakfast at the Holiday Inn Express. Shout out, you guys. <laughs> yeah. They had their eggs in a cirque. <laughs> Cirque eggs. They were throwing them eggs in a cirque. They were circle fucking little patty of eggs, dude. The chef was in the back. Throw them eggs in a cirque. <laughs> Throw them eggs in a cirque. No, but it was it was a weird start. Um, you know, going from Minnesota, you going to Seattle, then pulling up to Compton, being like, okay, if there's any group that's gonna get robbed, it's this group. Um, <laughs> we got out of it. We were safe. Everybody was fine. Yeah, we were good. Uh, Shout out was, Compton. You treated us well for one night. Yeah, we appreciate it. But then we get to the fucking game. Uh, well, no, first of all, actually, the day before the game, Sunday, uh, NFL, sweating it out. We had a little meetup event, which was a great time. We got to meet a lot of you guys who, you know, listen to our content, watch our content. Yeah, shout um, out Prize Picks. It was yeah, a great time. Shout out Prize Picks, of course, for throwing the event. Uh, it was awesome. Except the fucking Packers selling everybody at the bar's last leg of their parlay, bro. Dude, great so day of sweating. Last game of the night, and it just didn't go our way. Dude, and let's, let's start with a couple things. First of all, I don't think I've hit a parlay I've posted on social media in two months. And especially not in the NFL. And I don't, you know, there's, I'm no, there's no running from that. You can't run from that. Especially not in the NFL. I can't put together a straight bet in the NFL, let alone a parlay. I woke up that morning and I was like, you know what? This four-teamer is literally gonna take me to the promised land like i feel it like i'm gonna post it i'm gonna get behind it what was it and it was the bills minus seven and a half Pretty. off the demar hamlin news mm -hmm. you can't bet against that mm -hmm. if you were betting against that like you're a bad person yeah, figure it out it was it was <laughs> there were dudes at the bar with patriots plus seven and a half i'm like what are you doing i literally looked one kid right in the eyes and i was like you are an awful person <laughs> like, <laughs> like you are an awful there's a way to make money and then there's being an awful person yeah. it was the bills minus seven and a half it was I think it was the Chiefs minus 10 and a half. I knew they'd cover that. So game. I took a big spread. And then it was Seahawks money line, Packers money line, dude. Mm. And I was like, the only, the only thing we need to get out of this is the Bills. Because the Chiefs were fucking turning yeah. up. Um, I was like, the only thing we need to get out of this right now is the Bills. The Bills pull it out. They cover the seven. We march onto the Seahawks. Which was so sweet. We're obliterated at this bar at this so point. Like, we started drinking at 11.30. So hammered. The Seahawks game is coming down to a field goal. And I, I didn't even get to fucking watch it. I was so blacked out. Dude, yeah. So you uh, you <laughs> might have bounced at the bar. I don't know where you were no, at. No, I'm at the bar. I I got my head in my hands at the bar. I can't even, I can't even look up because I'm so drunk. But I'm just listening to the surrounding noise of the Seahawks game because this is a crucial leg of the third six to go into Sunday Night Football. And I'm just like waiting for crowd reactions. And like Shelly's whispering in my ear, like, brother, about to kick a field goal. And he's like, they made it. They made it. I'm like, literally, I'm just like. <laughs> and, and then he's Lips like. Lifts his head up for one second. 
They fake banged. He fake banged. He missed it. I'm like, Jelly, what the fuck, dude? I can't even fucking look up. I can't even look up to see whether or not the field goal went in or not. But we went to OT. Did he miss that field goal? Dude, he made the field goal. He mi- there was a missed field goal. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. This is how drunk we were. I don't. I don't remember a missed yeah. field goal. Hold on. I don't. I, don't I have know. a video. I just want to make sure if it was overtime, I was not aware of the circumstance of what I was watching. I on think the TV he missed screen. a field goal to go. Oh my god, they were win. in overtime. Wow. Yeah. No, that game ended in OT. We were obliterated. Yeah. Wow, that was overtime. So I was sitting there while you were doing that. I was sitting there with a bunch of guys that were at the bar with us, double barreling, double barreling margaritas, being like. This is for all the coin. This is for all the coin. And I'm like filming it. I like put the margaritas down. I was like dropped one. I'm like filming it like one eye closed. Like trying to make sure I have like a good like whatever. Bucketed the field goal, dude. I was going nuts. Like literally I was going insane. I was like, let's go. It's on the Packers. Like couldn't be more confident, dude. Couldn't be more confident that it went down to Packers. I, was, I literally looked at three kids. I was, like, I was like, yo, I just hit a parlay. Jesus. I was like, yo, I just hit a parlay. So now I'm like celebrating. So I'm like already obliterated. Now I'm like celebrating, just like deleting drinks like as quickly as possible. The event ends, great event. Um, And then Chelly's like, yo, let's go to another bar. And I was like, yeah, I mean, we got to go to another bar. I got to watch a Packers game. We're like sitting in this bar. I'm a little distracted. Things are not going to plan. But let's rewind. We get to the bar. I want to rewind to this because this was crazy. This will be the last thing that we'll talk about the Packers game. We get to the bar and Trent is like, yo, I, I, think, I, like, I, I think I cooked a Super Goats entry. Oh my God. He's like, yo, I think, I think I cooked a Super Goats entry. And I was like, all right, well, you need to hand feed me on a platter right now. So I spoon feed Mikey this super surgical six leg prize picks entry that I just got in the lab and cooked up and meat on table, you know, if anything sells, I can charge it to the game. And, and when I, we say lab, though, when we say lab, normally it's like a bit, like, he actually had a lab coat on. I, had, I was watching him lab, and, like, he wasn't speaking to us. Like, he was just... Yeah, I was locked in. There were system plays in there, taking <laughs> running backs against the Chargers, bullshit defense. I, I got, you know, matchups that I really liked. Six-legger, I put 400 bucks on it, <clears throat> and I'm, like, telling Mikey about it. And so he's like, all right, spoon feed it to me. So I give it to him. He puts it in, he types in $800, submit. And I'm like, no! And he, thank God it didn't let him place it because it was like to win way too much coin. And it didn't let him place it, so he cut it in half, put 400 on it, and he locked it. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Dude, I was ready to just let it ride. Like, I was like, this will make or break my weekend. Like, I'm ready to put 800 bucks on six guys to do their jobs. Dude, and it should have hit. And you know what's terrible? Well, dude, list the legs. Because the legs were... I, the only reason I also wanted to put 800 on it is I was like, yo, this is yeah. possibly one of the best entries I've looked at to the point where there's not one where I'm like, yo, that's not him. Yeah. So it was Latavius Murray rush yards, DK. Which was so high, by the so way. So high. He doubled it. It was like 52. He had like one Which already I was like, all right, our meat's on the table if yeah. we're taking Latavius. <laughs> I couldn't decide between Kenneth Walker or DK Metcalf, but I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go DK Metcalf here, which was just the... Bag fumble of the year. But no, narrative though, because Gino was going to set the single season pass. Which he did. Record. Which he fucking Not did. Fucking DK. And DK still didn't go over. Uh, he was locked up, locked up by Ramsey all game, which we should have known. Yeah, we should have known We should have known that. Russell Wilson, the first time we let him cook oh all year. Over one and a half TDs. Like who sort does, over. When you put that in, I yeah. was like, 
Yo, are you really gonna let Russ I, cook? And you were like, "This is the day." Yeah, and I was like, "There is just no way this is missing now." Crazy. Uh, and then like Christian Watson receiving yards, um, Jamal, Jamal Williams, Jamal touchdown. Williams touchdown. Dude got two. Uh, it was just so surgical. You were going, eight feet deep. Yeah, five of six. DK sold it. It was always Kenneth Walker, which I had in there at first. So pissed. So pissed. However, I wasn't even able to watch the ending of the Seahawks game. I was watching the whole Seahawks game, uh, but once it got to OT, I was I was done. I, I couldn't watch any more football. I was way too drunk, and thank God someone took me home. So dude, I, it was so funny, though, because you left the bar and like the Supercoats was like still alive because yeah. we were in overtime. And people, they were sweating. Dude, I had so many kids coming up <laughs> being like, did you ride the Supercoats? Because we're on the last leg. And I was like, holy shit, we're on the last leg. Like trying to like see it's like all greened out on my screen. I was like, holy shit, we might actually do this. I was like, in the back of my head, I got that. We could be here. <laughs> uh, so I go home and I literally, I pass out within a matter of seconds. Without any idea what happened in the Seahawks game, I'm asleep till like eight eight thirty. I wake up and like my girlfriend's next to me, and I'm like, "Did this the Seahawks win?" <laughs> and she's like, "The Hawks won. Hawks won." I'm like, "Shut the fuck up. What time is it?" Oh shit, it's eight thirty. Like the game, the late night game's gotta be over. <laughs> the guys are please, 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 please. No, the fucking Lions beat the Pack. Piss in Lambo, in piss, dude, Lambo. in Lambo. So that was one way to wake up. Not dude, and I was and I was making videos all day. I was like, "This is the parlay." First two legs cashed. I was like, "We move on." Then the Seahawks hit, and I was like, "It's down to the Packers in Lambo minus two fifty. Jamal Williams masterclass, two touchdowns. Like, all right, like. And then Aaron Rodgers is keeping his jersey, being like, you know, there's just certain jerseys you want to keep. It's like, if that was your last game in fucking the Green Bay uniform, like, you were a bozo, dude. Dude, and I really, I actually liked the Lions all week, and I was getting told by people on my stream, Packers are winning. Packers well, the line winning. also Packers moved from four to four and a half yeah. to five. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to fade my goats, and like, people are throwing fat units on this, and I don't really have that much confidence in the Because it got down to your goat whale, too. We both yeah. had last leg Packers, dude. Speaking of the goat whale... Derek fucking Henry, man. Dead, no, it's dead. How did he not find the end zone in week 18, dude? Bullshit, bullshit. Dude, I remember just looking at my phone and just seeing you tweet, he ain't scoring. It was a minute scoring. into the game. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew he wasn't scoring, bro. That game, was, game. that game was fucked up. No, that game was ass. Yeah. A crazy NFL slate, and I actually thought it was going to be one of the worst yet. It actually ended up being like no, pretty good, a, like great games all around. It was a good one. Um, the playoffs are going to be crazy. Yeah. But So we have a wild Sunday. Chelly takes home a dude from the bar. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, he did go home. I'm just kidding. No, he did go home with a guy. But it wasn't like that. All right, no, everybody he's a homie. He's a homie. He's no, he was a homie. This kid just needed somewhere to sleep, so he let him sleep. Um, actually, the kid slept in my bed, so I was like homeless for the night. But um, so come off the NFL slate, heartbreak. Wake up in the morning. I don't know where anyone is. Same. Everyone's deathly hungover. Yeah. Only thing on my mind is. The frogs are covering 13 The frogs and a half. are going to cover 13 and a half. The vibes are so high. We're happy to be there, obviously. I have confidence going into this game. Lots of confidence in the frogs. Team of destiny. I mean, it's been an unbelievable year. After Michigan last the week before, it's like, you never know this team. So I was going in, bricked up, ready to go. Brick. I got great seats. Um, and energy was so high. SoFi was crazy. We went and got beers before the game. Vibes were high. We're nuking prize picks and shit, bro. Dude. But I knew, bro, right 
when we lost the coin t- the coin toss that mm. we were going to receive, which we're gonna punt. We always fucking punt in our first drive, and th- and they're gonna get the ball and they're gonna come and drive and it's GGs. And that's exactly what happened. Exactly what happened. I was I, I like there wasn't even a pulse. There was never it, actually there. You heard it here first. <laughs> that's false. The one pulse we had it was ten nothing. And uh, a loose coverage by the Frogs and Darius Davis is wide open for like a 60-yard gain to get into the red zone. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Here's our magic. Here's our magic. Duggan runs it in. It's 10-7. We got a ball game. And I'm bricked up. And that was the last pulse there ever was in the 2023 National Championship game. Yeah. And, you know, a little different of experiences. You rolled into your seats around TCU guys. <laughs> We come into the stadium, we're getting, like, I buy some TCU merch. It's like, you know, not that I don't care about the school, but it was like, I, I don't, I have a dog in the race, but it was like, you know, for the experience, like, I'll buy some TCU shit. We were in the heart of the Georgia fan section in the nosebleeds, which is Double. the hardcore fans that are like, we're going to drive from Atlanta to fucking California for this game, sit in the nosebleeds and drive home. Literally, I felt like I was going to get shot. Like, I had, when Georgia got a punt on that first drive, when TCU punted, this girl turned around. I was next to her boyfriend. She had to be, like, mid-20s. Turned around and went, that's right, you bitch ass. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I literally looked at Chelly, and I was like, yo, we're going to find standing room. I'm not sitting up here the yeah. whole game. Like, I was like, I'm not doing it, dude. Like, I refuse to sit in the heart of Atlanta at this goddamn game. Like, I couldn't do it. So we ended up moving, like, I was standing like the whole game, like near some like TCU people. So like that was chill. But dude, I mean, the SEC is just so different, dude. It just looked like varsity versus freshman team, and and obviously TCU being the fucking freshman team. It was just it was it was really really tough to watch. I mean, there were times where TCU's wide receivers were getting open. And Duggan just simply wasn't making the plays. And you know, the, it was this. Let's not get it twisted. The stadium was so loud. How the cool moment so was loud. probably so big. Yeah. And you know, he he underthrew a bunch. I also felt like the play calling was a little odd. They were for the first time ever. It was like let's just throw screens, and it was like he was throwing. I mean, two screens a set. As someone who literally watched every fucking TCU game all season long, that those types of play calls like pissed me off. All it'd be like. Second and 12 when we're throwing a bubble a screen. screen. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now it's third and 11. Great. And you not know? to mention, you're not throwing the screen to like a great guy because Kendry Miller's out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the running game couldn't get anything going. And you know what? I think Georgia did a great job of just bringing the pressure. You, all they did was speed Max's clock up. And Michigan didn't do a great job of that. Georgia put on a master class of. We're just going to bring pressure and speed his clock up. And that's why he was making mistakes. Yeah. It was drop back one step forward. I have to get this ball out. Yeah. This guy's wide open. Like they were running great routes. Yeah. And they were like, there was a couple times where it'd be third and long and TCU struggles in third and long. He'd have a wide open wide receiver. He'd be like, dude, that's first down and maybe 15 yards on top of it. And it's underthrown, underthrown or it's overthrown. Couldn't get it out. Couldn't get it out. But I mean, and I'll say it, dude. Stetson Bennett, fucking give it up, dude. Like go to the NFL. Like, I'm so I get it. Like, I get he took the long way, like, whatever. Dude, the man is 25 years old. Lamar Jackson has as many years in the NFL as this guy does in college. Like, that is insane to me. Absurd. Like, dude, you got to hang him up at some point. And if you don't think seniority helps in college sports, he's playing 19-year-olds. Yeah. 
as a 25 year old yeah. like there's a certain point where skill and experience like experience just playing at a certain level passes like your skill ability and like when you have that many years at the college level of looking at defenses and playing against 19 year olds obviously he's gonna dice you so taking yeah. nothing away from stetson he won the game he balled out but like the people that are being like stetson bennett is an all-time great like dude you got like he's 25 years old playing against a quarterback that's 21 facts facts. like that's so different dude Dude, none of the coins came home, man. I lost so much. No, dude, I was sitting there drowning in pistols. Drowning. Like, the, the prize goats. picks were selling. Pro- every prize picks fucking sold. I mean, there were only a few. Like Stetson went over yards. Brock Bowers was hitting the first quarter over yards. Dude was grubbing. D. Moncardo actually for TC running back actually went over his yards. Darius or uh, Quentin Johnson, three yards. Three yards. He just wasn't getting the ball thrown to him, dude. It was tough. It was tough. He had one of the first catches of the game, and I'm like, yep. oh, yes, he's going to fucking grab, dude. That was it. But even that first drive, like, I kind of felt the same way. One, sitting in the Georgia fan section, I'm sure attributed to it. But, dude, the three play calls. It was like sack, four-yard loss, sack. <laughs> or like a missed throw, sack, four-yard loss on a run. And I was like, dude, this Georgia defense is going to be a long game. Feast, dude. I just wish, I wish it wasn't as bad as it was. I mean, obviously, but no, I mean, 65 to seven. 65, like that hurt. I'm sitting there in the fourth quarter. We're on one last drive. And I'm just looking at the score. I'm just like, dude, like we're going to be so disrespected. Like everyone's going to forget about everything this team has done all year because of this bullshit. Dude, and I tweeted out like a bit when they were down 14-7 or not. When yeah, they were down like 17. <laughs> no, no, not, not, call the Ubers? no, not just that. Yeah, I texted you, should we call the Ubers? But then I went on Twitter when it was like literally only like 17-7, I think. And I was like, yo, TCU plus 50 and a half might be a good look. <laughs> they didn't even cover, they didn't 50, cover and 50 and a half. And yeah. the halftime line was 28 and a half. And I literally like looked at Chelly Oh, no, I looked at Krabs because Krabs came down, and he was like, yo, what do you think the halftime line is? And I was like, dude, it's got to be like 35. Like, there's no way. Like, this is just like TCU can't even tie their shoes right now on offense. And he was like, dude, it's 28 and a half. And I literally in my head was like, there's no way someone out there is going to lay Georgia minus 28 and a half. Like, dude, you could have put the house on 28 and a half. And no sweat. Dude, not sweat. Not a single sweat. Not sweat, dude. Because... Georgia's getting the ball at half, and you know they're going to fucking score. And that's why I was like, dude, if we lose the coin toss, it's it's already, like, kind of GG. Dude, and I... <laughs> it's already kind of... Like, the coin you toss... You have to clip that. That is insane, dude. <laughs> dude that is we, insane. <laughs> we lose that coin toss. It's fucking GG's. I think... I don't disagree with you, because, to be totally honest, I think the game changes drastically if TCU's defense gets the first look and Max gets a second to relax. Yeah. Because coming out there, the Georgia fan section just busting and then having a sack for them to go crazy and let the defense be like, oh, dude, we're fucking set. Instead of having like the TCU defense maybe put on a display, get a stop. But dude, the thing that pissed me off the most was there was Sonny Dykes. I don't know if it was Sonny Dykes, defensive coordinator, whatever it was allowing Stetson Bennett to run the way he Mm -hmm, did. mm -hmm. Dude, he had two rushes. His first two rushes, he had 38 yards. You can't let that happen. And one, the touchdown, was such a designated fucking Stetson Bennett run. You knew it was coming, dude. When He he has such a long drag on those play actions when it's like, all right, it's his call to to run it. 
and it was like so designed dude it was like a 15 yard run untouched like there were and it felt like the whole game never spied him never two rushes for 32 yards dude like that's unbelievable like yeah. you can't let him do that no so i was like that pissed me off everyone was talking about duggan's rush yards it was always his bet uh stetson bennett dude, rush stetson yard. bennett's rush yards was the freest Sword. thing on the board hitting the first fucking drive of the game and i like duggan was out there running for his life but it was the wrong way running for his life dude. <laughs> yeah and like the one thing we talked about too in the morning that i talked to chelly was it's got to be so disappointing when you're sitting there on like that tcu team as maybe a bubble guy for the draft and you're like all right there is not a single football fan coach player in the world right now that's not watching this game and you have that performance and it's like damn like so that might have been my shot to be like undrafted to drafted mm-hmm. or fourth round to second round like those those georgia kids boosted their draft stock like you've never seen before i mean there was like Eight different running backs getting involved, and of course, the one that I needed in prize picks ain't doing shit. Undy, uh, yeah, sword <laughs> under. Uh, you know, I think there was I actually I think four or five running backs involved uh, in total, and I think the three that played the least all season had probably the highest fantasy scores. And I don't think, and I don't know what hurt worse, sitting there with the TCU plus thirteen and a half to get in my pocket, watching a sixty point blowout. Or leaving early in the third quarter thinking we're going to beat traffic and having to walk two miles in the rain to get an Uber and literally dripping in water getting back to the hotel being like, I have no clothes to wear. Drowning. Dude, that's that's the definition of drowning in piss. Have you ever been sitting in the pouring rain waiting for an Uber with a money line ticket in your pocket <laughs> that just lost by 60? No, I bet you you haven't. That shit sucked. That was a humble or a, a rude awakening, and it definitely was just like this is a humbling. humbling we just got to be better. We got to be better. But it was you were. It was never not though. Like it was always. I was like I walked into Krabs' room in the morning, and I'm not gonna lie. I did look at him, and I was like, I think George is gonna win this game by a lot because the <laughs> line didn't move at all, and there was 77 percent of the money on TCU. And they boosted TCU, they boosted Max Duggan, and I was just like, Fuck this might boost, go man. so bad, dude. Like, I literally looked at Crab and I was like, this might go so bad. Yeah. And it did. And it went. And I'm not trying to sound like LeBron, like I was like, they might lose 65 <laughs> to 7. But I looked at him and I was like, dude, like, I actually don't think Georgia minus 12 and a half is a bad bet. And I thought Georgia minus 12 and a half was a bad bet since the fucking line yeah, came out. Yeah, same. Dude. I was like, that's so disrespectful. Dude, wildly disrespectful. No, nah, that shit was free as fuck. Like you couldn't have made it up. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was free. You, as, fuck, as you said, man. you weren't sweating. You didn't sweat even at the coin toss. Yeah. Um. There was. I mean, at least it was that. You know, I would have way rather have had a fucking movie of a game. Unfortunately, it just wasn't ever even close to that. Yeah. I mean, you you would have rather to lost by like seven and yeah. have it been like a crazy game. Yeah. Um. But I do think you should take a minute, look at the camera, thank TCU for of this course. season. Of course. I mean, what 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 TCU did this season is is unbelievable. We're on the map. I mean, I saw a stat. It was you know of media exposure of TCU since they made the Natty two point five billion dollars of media exposure. I for, saw that too for the program, which is going to change the program forever, and we deserve it. I mean, TCU they play with heart. You know, uh, we've come such a long way, such a little school in Fort Worth, uh, and I'm so proud of you know what we were able to accomplish this season. It was so fun 
riding the frogs. Everybody was hopping on the frogs wagon all year. And it was a team of destiny. They really were. They had no business being in the freaking national championship. Uh, Max Duggan, forever a Fort Worth legend. And as a TCU alumni, I'm so proud of what the boys were able to accomplish. And unfortunately, it didn't go our way. But I know damn well we're going to be back because we're getting all these transfers and shit, bro. Dude, like, you already have a crazy class. Don't on. sleep on them frogs. Just because we got absolutely bitched and disrespected in the natty doesn't mean we ain't coming back. And it always and forever will be Hammy the Froggies. Hammy the Froggies, baby. What a story and what a journey. Unbelievable. Round of applause for Max Duggan. You're a go, dude. Goated. Goated. Um, all right, but we got a weird Wednesday slate. The episode drops today. I wanted to talk a couple games you like, a couple games I like, maybe a little prize picks entry, and then wrap it up, get these people on their way. But it's Weird Wednesday. You literally walked in the studio today, and you said, I love, I already have nukes, nukes. for this chell board, so talk me through the nukes. It's Wagon Wednesday. You got to trust your wagons, and we got a system POD on the ice. The Anaheim Ducks are playing, and you know what that means? Whoever they're playing against, you take their, you know, whoever you want on the teams over shots on goal. Uh, you got to be strategic with who you take, though. I mean, you could take their best player. They're playing the Oilers today, which obviously best players. Do I put my little bitch boy boots on? Yeah, your little bitch boy. The Oilers make him put his bitch boy boots on. Uh, But the reason for the system play is because the Ducks allow so many shots on goal. Um, One of the highest, you know, allowed SOGs in the league. Going up against the Oilers, who just rip puck. So you take, you can take McDavid, you can take Drysdale. Me personally, I like Zach Hyman. I'm going Zach Hyman over three and a half shots on goal. That's one of my favorite squares of the day today. See, my immediate thought was I w- I'd like to take Nugent Hopkins. I also have coinage on New- Nugent Hopkins. Still at two. Two shots, dude. Two shots. Yeah, yeah, I, I already, love that. I already nuked. That. I actually love that. Yeah. Wow. I'm also, shocked it hasn't been bumped yet. Oilies minus one and a half. I like that as well. I wouldn't is hate it, it. Minus one ten. So is that the nuke we got? Yeah. yeah. No, I love I love uh, Zach Hyman over three and a half shots. That's my. I have a rack on that to get. And also, real quick, the coins are made with two leggers on Prize Picks. I haven't seen green since 2022, and after the TCU game, I'm down unbelievable amounts of units, and I need some coins back. So I go to my goats. I go talk to some college b-ball guys, Crabs and Javon. Talk to Chelly and Fruity. Get some PP squares. Never talks to me. Just, I want that to go. <laughs> but I hitting. want that to go heard. The fact that he just was like, talk to some goats. No. Everyone but I. But yeah, go ahead. You've been hitting. No, I'm, ahead, I'm, I'm respecting no, your success ahead. rate with your two-leggers. No, go ahead. Uh, but I just asked for some plays. I needed some coin back. And I was like, you know what? Stop the bullshit, dude. Stop reaching for six-leggers, five-leggers, even four-leggers. Dude, just try and see some green. So I saw some green. Asked for some plays, got some, nuked two leggers on my eight hour flight, and all of them hit. Dude, and I'm gonna say something right now that I need everyone to listen to that is a sports better. If you're using prize picks, the money is made on two leggers, and then you're gonna hate what I'm about to say, but four team flexes. That is how I've built an unbelievable bankroll on prize picks. All right, don't look at the power plays and be like, this is how I'm bringing the coins home. Go to a four team flex. Pick your four goats, and if you're good at it, I can literally, I could go the whole week and hit a 14 flex every day because somebody will sell, but I know I've got four goats that I trust. One of them might have an off day, but I know four of them might come through. Like, that is how you stack coin 
in these apps. Yeah. It's two team nuke jobs, pick two and ride or die with them. Make a four team flex, like lose a little bit of the payout, take advantage of that feature on the app that's not offered anywhere else, and then sprinkle a six teamer for the bit. So you when you flex a four legger, it goes from a ten X to a five X if you hit all four. Mm-hmm. But if you lose one, you get two X, mm-hmm. which is like a two legger. Yeah. Which is you're making profit. Which you're making profit. And you can lose one. Or no, it might be 2.5 or something like that. Oh. I think it's a little bit more than two. Okay. Because if I look at this right now. I mean, now, dude, I'm, I'm in the business of wanting to make coin. You know, <laughs> as fun as it is making content of me losing picks. So yeah. two out of two is 3x. Two out of two is 3x. It's 3x. And then if I hit, let me go to my the 14 right here. Okay. The 14 flex I hit is 1.5 times so whatever but if i put 150 i went 225 so like i'll take that every day of the week yeah i mean you're not losing coin no and i'm like yeah surgical super goats like sure love doing that but it gets to a point where it fucking gets old because i'm not i'm not winning coin you know and that's how i built up such a fat bankroll during the summer where i won like 60 fucking k Mm -hmm. because i was building bankroll bobbers bankroll bobbers with two leggers and then once I had a bankroll to be able to throw stupid shit, I was actually hitting stupid shit. Mm. You know, so it was building bankrolls plus getting lucky with stupid shit hitting. But it starts with building the bankrolls, and it starts with the two legs on prize picks and the straight bets on the books. I mean, oh my god, yeah, for sure. I, I I've donated so much coin. Keep from, it simple. Let's just keep it simple in 2023. Please. Keeping it simple tonight is the Oilers minus one and a half and Capitals money line. I love I'm that. Just gonna say it right now. Caps play the Preds. The Flyers. Flyers. Oh, fuck the Flyers. You're off the Flyers? No, no, no I'm down. I'm like, fuck the Flyers. Also, I'll the Leafs it. play the Preds. Oh, so, shit, know, dude. Might be the plus tricky Preds. Um, <laughs> all right, but there's a couple college basketball games I just want to run through quick because, you yeah, know, so if you're Zach watching this Hyman episode. Shots. Yeah, what, Zach Hyman shots. Oh, here's a two-legger. Zach Hyman shots and Isaiah Wong, more than 16 and a half points. They're playing Boston College. He's been selling the point props the last three games. They're minus 10. Going, I think they're going into Boston College. This is a system play because he sold. You were three or four on an entry the other day, right? And this mm-hmm. fucker sold it. Mm-hmm. So the system is to take the guy. Well, who yeah, sold. explain that really quick. This is a system. If you're on Prize Picks and some dude loses your entry by one leg, automatic he's going over the next game. So don't forget to take him. It's gonna feel shitty. Auto. It's gonna. You're not gonna want to do it because you literally cost you coin. You have bad juju and bad vibes from it. He's going over. All right, it's happened to me the last month and a half, and I've stayed true to riding that system and actually locking it in with something, and it always hits, and it's so frustrating, but it does. Let's go. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, the system plays Isaiah Wong. That's the two-team sneak nuke presented by Prize Picks. Um, we've got a full college basketball slate. I'm going to be posting picks everywhere. I'm sure you're going to be posting picks everywhere. Make sure you guys tune into the Surgical Stream today on the Bucket Sports Twitch channel. Uh, if you have plays today or if you just want to rip Trent for having a TCU money line uh, in his pocket, um, it's on from what times? Uh, 1 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Central Time. So make sure you guys tap in today. Um, check it out. Come on and give your picks. Say what's up. Definitely clown him for TCU a little bit. I'm gonna step. I'm gonna stop by and give my prize picks entry for the day. Um, but yeah, I mean, we got a full slate ahead. You have the sneak nuke presented by Prize Picks. You have our hockey team nuke. Um, I'm gonna be honest with you, Alabama, Arkansas. You're you're gonna have to go to my pages to see what I'm taking in that game. But Ooh. it's gonna get dirty. I'm gonna have to see. It's gonna get dirty. <laughs> um, uh, no more college football, man. Fine. No more college football. 
R.I.P. Great season, though. Great season. Maybe we'll do like a year in review next yeah. episode, talk about college football a little bit. Yeah. Um, but this has been another episode of TFM Bets. Appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you follow the socials everywhere, and we will see you next episode. You know we'll be seeing.